Mama, I'm Tanya Malcolm, and this is the Shine On Mama podcast. Ever feel like the encouragement, motivation, belief, and advice you give your kids should be compiled into a little self-help book with your own name on it? Yeah, I know the feeling. You're in the right place if you need a reminder that you've got a whole lot of unconditional love, some damn good advice, and limitless patience. Let's turn some of that mama magic inward, so as our kids grow, so do we. What is up? Welcome back. I'm pumped you're here today. Honestly, I think that these type of episodes are some of my favorite episodes because today we're going to be getting into the mama magic. But you know, first we have to set the vibes and it is yard work outside in the fresh, cool spring air just doing things. This is what I did today, this morning, and it felt so good to be outside. I went on my Instagram on stories and just talked about how when I was younger, I worked in landscaping when we lived out on Vancouver Island. And sometimes it takes me forever to be motivated to go and do the yard work. And then when I get out there doing it, I remember that I love it. feels so good. You know what? I'm such a Virgo. I think this is a Virgo tendency anyways. I'm just like, raking in straight lines across my yard, piling them all nicely, going a little further down, raking in straight lines. It's it's all so organized, organized raking and yard cleanup, which I really love. That vibe of just being outside, tackling your home care chores, and just feeling good about being outside, doing some yard work. I don't know if you can get down with that vibe, but that's the vibe I chose today because I loved it. I had such a good time. Music was pumping, felt super productive. Okay, so when I started this podcast, it was definitely all about stories of personal growth through motherhood to teach ambitious moms how to turn the belief, love, and motivation we have for our kids inwards as a powerful mindset method. But as my own personal growth has developed and my beliefs have evolved, the podcast has changed. And lately I've been speaking a lot about building momentum as a mompreneur. The point is both of those focuses, motherhood and mompreneurship, they're steeped in one thing and that is our role as mom. And so I'm just excited today to kind of be back to the roots of this podcast and to be speaking about a recent experience where the message I was sharing with my daughter really resonated for me personally. And I recognize that feeling. That's what I call the mama magic. When I'm like, oh no, that is something that I need to live through my own life. I think the foundation of this podcast and the work that I do is motherhood. And I think that these lessons, they're like cheat codes to success. And that's because we have this unlimited belief in our children. And that's what we need for ourselves, unlimited belief in ourselves. And so we need to learn to turn that inward for our own success. And today's podcast episode is really all about aiming for your goals. I just got back from my daughter's very first basketball tournament. It was a U11 basketball tournament. We traveled to Alberta to attend. And so about maybe six weeks before that, we got an email from the local club saying that there was going to be this kind of like one-time opportunity for this group of girls. They're mostly fifth graders. 
graders and there's a handful of fourth graders. My daughter's a fourth grader invited to play with this team. And I'm in the middle of recovering from a concussion. I'm barely checking my email. So I'm already late to respond to the opportunity. I mean, and if you don't know this about me, but basketball is my all-time favorite sport. I love it so much. And so I really felt compelled to make sure that my daughter was a part of this experience. I had to make it work. It was pretty expensive to join the opportunity. And then there's going to be this tournament. And I just honestly, money's been tight. You know, I haven't been working. I didn't know if it was a good time to think about investing in this opportunity for her. But there's just like something inside of me that was like, oh, we got to make this happen, you know? So I connected with a local charity that supports kids to do any. Actually, I don't know if it's just sports activities, but shout out to the Emily Bryden Youth Foundation for sponsoring my daughter to do the training to lead up to the tournament. So as we're getting closer and I'm, I'm still not working, I've applied for employment insurance benefits through the government because of my concussion, I'm unable to work. We're just like putting the pieces together. And so I have to have this conversation with my man and we're not gonna be able to go to this tournament. There's not money for it. And of course, I don't know about you, but for us anyways, this is, this is always one of the hardest conversations that we have is when we're talking about money. And so I remember my daughter was sitting at the table and we're like starting the conversation. And I was like, can we talk about this later? And my man was like, no, let's just talk about it. And I was trying to give him the eyeballs. Like, hey, like I don't wanna have this conversation in front of my daughter, but he wasn't getting the hint. I just kind of had a triggering moment where I was like, I grew up watching my parents argue about money and I don't want that for our kids. And he was like, well, it doesn't have to be an argument. And I just bite my tongue. Oh gosh, you're right. It doesn't have to be an argument. But you know, if that resonates for you, we have to like get fix these money blocks. That's maybe I'll do another podcast episode about that. I'm already going off on a side tangent here. But it was really interesting because his side of the conversation was really about earning more because he's the main breadwinner. And then my side of the conversation was really about spending less because I wasn't able to work right now. And so we're both advocating for sides of the conversation that feel good for our own circumstances. Just because it feels good, that's not always the best stance to take. So it was just, anyways, like I said, that's a side tangent. It was just really interesting reflecting on it all. And I was like, we don't need Netflix. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm binging so many episodes that I'm loving right now. I was like, what was I even thinking? <laughs> I talked to my boss about collecting the bottles from the restaurant that I work at, taking them to the bottle depot, like anything we could do really to just like get some extra money so we can make this tournament happen. But finally, I had to have a difficult conversation with my friend and the coach of the team and just said like I, we're not going to be able to make this happen like I'm sorry we're going to have to like after, the thing that I felt worst about is that we had committed to going to play and then I'm pulling my daughter out because I just didn't think we could afford the hotels the gas the travel the eating out you know these if you're a sports mom you know these weekend tournaments they add up she really was like no it's not going to be the same without you your daughter's doing so well we really want you to be there and so we had a conversation about how to make it work so we traveled with some other moms and girls shared hotel we all talked about bringing dinner in a cooler for the first night and just made it like super budget and i was just thinking how thankful i was for the additional income that I earned through my partnership with Body. That's really what paid for the expenses that we did have. I said to my man, I have this money in my business account for these expenses. 
I mean, that was one of the main benefits of being a mompreneur and partnering with another company like Body. You have passive income coming in from work that you've done in the past and it just Payday was like just in the right alignment. We got paid every Thursday. We're leaving Friday afternoon, you know, and I knew that money was coming in. So it was really just another blessing of the work that I do to support women on their wellness journey to help me and my family do the things that we want to do. So I absolutely encourage you to message me if you are looking for ways to earn extra money because I would love to have you be a part of my team and build business of your own. So... We go to this tournament, right? Three basketball moms, three daughters, road trip, all the snacks, all the fun. And so there we are before game one and the girls are all huddled and I just, I'm hearing them talk and they are nervous as hell, right? They've only been training for this tournament for four weeks, twice a week. And they're definitely amateur basketball team and they are just like giggling and talking about how nervous they are but when I actually stopped and looked at them they didn't look like a bunch of girls that were gonna go about to be undefeated in this tournament which is what ended up happening they looked like a team that wasn't sure they were gonna win wasn't sure they were capable of winning didn't believe in all the training that they had done leading up to this that had prepared them to walk onto the court and walk off of the court as winners. And so I'm just watching and enjoying them and coach mode just turned on and I was telling them like that feeling you guys, I'm like savor it, you know, that feeling in your belly right now, it just means that you're about to do something outside of your comfort zone. It's like their very first basketball game. That the feeling that you have, that nervousness, the butterflies, I was like, that is normal. That is normal to feel that way. Even like the top athletes in the world have that feeling before their championship game or any game, any competition. But the winners, they walk onto the court with their heads up. They embody confidence. They think about all the training that is behind them and they walk onto that court just like looking as if they're confident even though if they don't feel that way, they embody that. Chin up, walk onto the court, and then you're actually gonna start to believe that confidence that you're embodying, and you're gonna start to feel it, and that other team is gonna see it, and before you know it, you are gonna be those winners. And the thing that I really believe is even if you lose, if you know that you gave it everything, you're still a winner. Because in most sports, there's a winner and a loser, and just because you don't get the win doesn't mean that you're a loser. I think if you didn't prepare for the win, it's the regret when you lose. If there's any doubt that you didn't prepare as much as you could possibly prepare to, to get the win, I think that's when you start to feel that deep sense of loss, you know? It's like, comes from the regret, the lack of preparation. That's my belief. And I'm telling you, I knew it and their coach knew it. These girls trained. They did so much in four weeks, nine practices. But that type of message, that's normal for me. That is my baseline. Even if inside I'm scared shitless, I just have my head up. I definitely present as a very confident person. And I don't know if that came from my training as an athlete or if that's just part of my character. But that message for me felt very familiar. Lots of times what my self-talk is. And then half the time I get into a situation and I'm looking around like, oh my God, how did I get here? This confidence, like the boxing match, for example. It's like, when I was in that corner, I was like, what did I sign up for? But for you, 
you know, if you are a person that doesn't present confidently, I just want to remind you that not every person that looks confident actually feels that way. That they've just taken a moment to embody the confidence that they need to maybe even borrow belief from the people around them to take a step forward into that endeavor or onto that court or, you know, out onto the stage or whatever the edge of your comfort zone is for you. Sometimes it's just about behaving in a way that feels confident. And that's when you start to believe it. And it's the belief that really actually lets you go into the execution of becoming a confident person. So before we get into the second half of this episode where I'm gonna talk about the mama magic from this basketball tournament that truly resonated for me and was a lesson for me, I wanna take a short break to talk to you about Loop. Loop is an earplug company that I just discovered through the symptoms of my concussion. The symptoms of my concussion create in me an overwhelmingly heightened sense of background noises. And so it's not that I'm hearing better, it's just that my brain is collecting data of these sounds that normally it would be able to filter out. And since my concussion, It just isn't filtering it anymore. So it feels like to me, very tiring to constantly all day long have to decipher whether I need that information or not, which is contributing to a lot of mental fatigue. And so my physiotherapist recommended these earplugs. Now they're not normal earplugs, they're actually ear filters. And I'm even wearing them right now. It just takes the edge off it filters and reduces that background noise. It's up to 16 dB of filtered noise reduction. I sound more natural in conversations because not everything is muted. Before I got these, I was wearing just like normal bright orange construction earplugs. I couldn't hear myself, so I was yelling. I'm a pretty loud person already, so if I'm yelling in conversations, it's like, yeah, okay, let's tone it down a little bit, Malcolm. But with the loop ear filters, I can hear myself a lot better than with the regular earplugs. They're certified hearing protection, and there's always a perfect fit because you get four different tip sizes, and they're interchangeable. I'm using the smallest size. As I've just been experimenting with these and wearing them, I feel like you don't need to have a concussion (laughs) to benefit from these earplugs because it just takes the edge off of the busyness of my home. The kids being in here, even when I was out at the grocery store, it definitely enhances my focus. It just feels so good to dim the background out. If there's anything that is causing you to have more stimulation and a heightened experience, I would absolutely recommend Loop. So there's a link in my show notes of this episode that gets you 15% off. So definitely check that out and definitely try Loop. These are a game changer. Okay, let's get back to the episode. We're just heading into game one, right? And I've given them this little motivation message about being confident. The game starts and my daughter gets out there and she gets put in as point guard. So I'm completely shocked that I am raising up a point guard. If you're not a basketball person, that is the ball handler, the playmaker, responsible for the pace of the game and a lot of everything that happens (laughs) 
once you have possession of the basketball. And so I'm a power forward through and through, all the way, high post or down on the block, tall girl position, okay? I don't know what's happening as I watch my daughter enter the game as a point guard. As they've been training, in the past I used to always show up to the basketball practices. I always wanted to see what was happening. And my daughter just really communicated to me that she wasn't interested in me going to a lot of the practices. And so I didn't really get a sense of what position she was going to be playing. I did see her practice a little bit, but I certainly was surprised to find out that she was playing one position as a point guard. During the game, I started to notice that she be taking the ball up and then she'd get forced to the sidelines and you know shout out to her opponent because that's what you want to do when you're playing defense is force your opponent towards the sideline then she would get trapped between her opponent and out of bounds i just watched it continue to happen and continue to happen and once in a while there'd be a play where it would shift and she'd be able to get back into the middle and go towards the hoop or be able to dish off the pass more easily but for the most part she continued to get forced to the sideline and stuck trapped and so <laughs> between games i wanted to help her right and so i did a little bit of side coaching and i just said what's your goal and of course it's getting to the basket or making a play that gets somebody else to the basket and so i said take the path that leads to the goal and that was it, the mama magic. This is like the best metaphor, especially for me. Out of bounds is representative of like all of the challenges and all of the hard work and all of the resistance. And when you get forced out of bounds, you have to work hard to regain possession, to start all over again. And just like when you're facing challenges, if you keep creating patterns that are heading towards the same challenges over and over again, then you keep having to start over. And that was literally what it felt like I was watching my daughter do. Why are you going to the sideline? You're getting stuck there every time. Go down the middle. Take the path that leads you to your goal. And in this metaphor, her opponent was like, all of her doubts and for me that's just such a good example of like my doubts my limiting beliefs my negative self-talk just pushing me out of bounds you know the conversation that's happening in my head is creating the cycle of bad patterns that are not serving me that are pushing me out of bounds to where i just get stuck I was listening to myself talk to her about what the goal was, heading towards it, staying on the path that is the fastest to the goal so that you can create opportunities. Because when you're a point guard and you're stuck on the sideline with your back to the basket and your opponent blocking you and the only place you can go is out of bounds or lose possession, you're not creating opportunities for any of your teammates. Just like when we let our limiting beliefs push us towards the place in our life where we're just really not feeling any moment and we feel stuck, we're really not creating any opportunities for ourselves to pursue the goals or create magic for somebody else, serve somebody else, and be a playmaker, a change maker, a game changer in our own lives. As I was coaching her, telling her like, stay up the middle, stay up the middle, and she was like, I'm trying, and it's hard, right? It's hard to feel confident enough to try a crossover or dribble with your weak hand. She had to adapt to the pressure coming from her opponent, and just like we have to adapt and recondition our beliefs and our mindset to be more supportive of staying on the path 
to the goal. When this happens, I'm giving advice to my kids and I recognize that it's actually advice that I need to hear myself. I think this is the coolest thing about motherhood is like, we have this this superpower in us that has the unlimiting belief in our kids' potential. And that allows us to create messaging uh, that is really supportive of their success. And so when we turn it inward, we really have to actually work on not just saying the words, take the path that leads to the goal. I have to actually believe that I can. It's just like when my daughter's saying back to me, they're pushing me that way and I don't know how to get past them. And I'm like, but you can, I know you can. If you just try that crossover, dribble with your left a little longer and then go back to your strong hand and stay in the middle of the court. When I say that to her, I believe it more than anything in the world. Yet when I say it to myself, I struggle to believe it. And the only difference is, is that infinite potential that we feel like the moment our kids are born we just think god this little person has so much potential and it's such an exciting thing but the thing is is that you have that potential too just like i have that potential too so when you get that mama magic it's not just about saying the words understanding the metaphor scoring a basket being success in your life it's actually about believing a hundred percent and genuinely that you can put the ball through the hoop, see the results, feel the success at whatever you're aiming for. It, again, it all comes back to mindset and belief. And if we can really just borrow some of that belief that we have for our kids and ask ourselves more often, what would we tell our child in this situation? I think what you'll find is that more and more of that mama magic will be available for you to use for your own personal growth. Thank you so much for tuning into the Shine On Mama podcast. I am so thankful that you're here. Just wherever you're listening from, take a screenshot today, share it on your social media, and let me know where you're listening in from. I was checking the statistics of my podcast this week, and I'm nearly at 2,000 downloads, like 2,000 people listening. <laughs> to my podcast. I think that is so wild. I want to know who you are, where you're from. If you've loved this episode, what really helps me is if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That definitely helps my podcast get ranked higher and shared with more people. I appreciate you so much. And don't forget, whatever you put your mind to, you absolutely have the potential to do it. I want to thank you for listening today. And in the spirit of personal growth, I want to thank myself because we all need a little more self-gratitude in our lives. Okay, if you appreciated this episode, do me a favor and share it with your girls, a mama in your life that needs a reminder that she's got a whole lot of magic inside of her. You can share it from wherever you stream your podcasts or take a screenshot and post your stories on social. Just don't forget to tag me at Tanya Malcolm so I can slide into your DMs and say, what's up? Until next time, mama, shine on.